Welcome back to 201 Sports Weekly. I'm your host, Anthony Ballardinelli. I'm Harrison Squadron. And uh, let's get into it. You know, Harrison finally, you know, finally decided he's going to be a permanent member of the podcast. So welcome, Harrison. Thank you. Thank you. Excited to talk about games this week. Very knowledgeable on his on his sports. So, all right, Harrison. Let's start us off. Key games from last week that you thought were very important in the NFL. Well, I mean, you know, Chiefs Broncos. You know, just to start with that, the Thursday night game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes on the QB sneak, getting hurt, uh, broken kneecap, and can be out a few weeks. You know that you know changes the entire Chiefs team, and with that defense being so banged up right now, like it's you know it's it's gonna be a, a tough few weeks I think for the Chiefs with their schedule coming up. All right. I thought the Vikings and Lions and uh, Dolphins Bills and the uh, Saints. Saints game were all very important because the Vikings, you know, a big divisional win. You know, most divisional games are very, actually, not most, all divisional games are very important. Um, so the Vikings got a nice edge against the Lions in the division. Um, the Dolphins and the Bills, the Bills still continuing to play great football. The Dolphins, I don't know what they're doing. They should, they should just blow up their team. Um, I predicted the Ravens game last week, you know, prop, tilt the cap to me. You know. I, <laughs> Got that one right. Everyone, everyone was. Marcus me. Peters looked so good that game. He got a pick six. It was great against Russell Wilson. He was very, yeah. very flawless. Wilson's first pick of the year. And uh, Saints continuing to go undefeated with Teddy Bridgewater. You know, very impressive. But uh, whenever I see the Saints play, I never see Teddy like really throw it down the field. Mm-hmm. They're really screen heavy. They use him as like a game manager, and that's yeah. like what they need him for. Yeah. And uh, Eagles Cowboys. You know, very. Disappointed performance by the Eagles. Yeah, they look but, they look really bad. And the game, the Jets versus the Patriots. I have a lot to say about that. Do you, would you Would you mind, Harrison? Um, you know, I said last week when you guys predicted the Jets that they well, were getting steamrolled. Well, you know, all Jets fans. You know, when we're playing the Patriots, you gotta know yeah. Brady's record against the Jets is very, very good. We obviously want to <laughs> say that we're gonna beat them, but we all know that we just wanted to keep it close and have a, some competition, but 33 nothing. Sam Darnold's throwing Sam Darnold's four looking. interceptions and fumbling once. It's, it just won't get it done. After a bold prediction last week that Darnold was better than Lamar Jackson, I don't think he backed it up this week. No, he did not. Not back it up. It, it was actually... Um, did you hear about Brett Favre talking about Sam Darnold? No, what did he say? He was like, when I was a rookie, or the first couple uh, years in the league, he actually, like, his coaches would use the phrase, are you seeing ghosts out there? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, not uncommon, and everyone's yeah, making this I out think, of proportion. I think, I think people are making it such a big deal. Like, I mean, the games just exactly. speeds up from high school to college exactly. and NFL, like, so much more Also, it's not even bad. Like, he said, I'm seeing ghosts. Like, he was exhausted, just came off a pick, sat on the bench, said, man, I'm seeing ghosts. He wasn't, like, actually seeing. He was just saying he was just mad with himself, and yeah. I, I think people are taking it out of proportion. Yeah, the game just speeds up a lot mm-hmm. from going from – High school, where you might have one or maybe two star players on a team, uh, to college, where you might have eight star players on a team, right? And then the NFL, where everyone's a star player. I don't player. think you can make that excuse for Don. I mean, he's in his second know. year. I know. He, I, he's I'm not start. saying that, but he's very young. He has a lot to, lot to improve mm-hmm. on, and everyone's blowing him up like he's Aaron Rodgers, right? If Aaron Rodgers was saying that, that would be a different story. But Sam Darnold's very young, very young and has a lot to improve. So I don't, I don't really find this scary at all if he's saying I'm seeing ghosts. Mm-hmm. 
But, otherwise, I'm going to go a little bit about my Jets here. Um, you know, very, very disappointing loss. I really... I, I left I left the, my friend's house. I was watching the game at my friend's house. I left the game as soon as he threw his for, uh, third interception. Um, but, you know, I'm just going to go on a little rant here about... I did my research, you know, about the Jets, you know. Um, the Jets were founded in 1960, man. Um, about 59 years ago. And we've had 58 years of failure. Besides our one Super Bowl season, we were lucky enough the league sucked. Because Joe Namath, you know, quote-unquote, our greatest franchise quarterback, he threw more interceptions than touchdowns by about, like, 173 touchdowns to 220 interceptions. And, like I said, we were lucky enough that the league sucked for us to win. If he played today, he would be starting left bench. Um, I wouldn't expect him to get any playing time because, you know, if you have a ratio of about 50 more interceptions than touchdowns, I don't, I don't think that's getting you anywhere. Um... But since the Jets, Jets' existence, we've we've won two divisional titles. If you do the math, we win our division 3.39% of the time. That's uh, it, it, I'm just going to give you something to think about here. Um, the Houston Texans were founded in 2002, and they've won more division titles than the Jets. That should make every Jets fan angry. Like, I don't... That's, that's pretty embarrassing. And the Patriots have been running all over the Jets... For the as long as I can remember, um, it's like hard to imagine that the Jets and the Patriots are playing the same sport. Um, the Patriots are on a whole other level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've also had our coaching issues and stuff. But in my time being a Jets fan, I've been to about eight games in person, and I've experienced only one win with my eyes, and that was against the Dolphins in 2016 with Ryan Fitzpatrick and Chris Ivory. Um, the Dolphins weren't that great. And we were we were like ten six that year, but like that that was our only year that I was very excited for. I wasn't there to witness the butt fumble, but my experience so far as an eighteen year old has been a butt fumble. It, absolutely embarrassing, you know. Like if we lose next week against the Jacksonville Jaguars, you know, I'm not saying that it's going to be an easy win, but that's a game we should win. And all the Robbie Anderson trades, you know. Yeah, if they the, trade Robbie Anderson, no targets for Darnold to throw to. I know. Down the like, field. If we lose to Jacksonville next week, man, like, I don't know. Jacksonville's a solid defense. They are. They, they have a solid defense, but that's still a game we should win. That is a game we should win. We have three winnable games next three weeks. Mm-hmm. we got the Jacksonville Jaguars, we got the Miami Dolphins, and then the Washington Redskins. Yeah, I mean, their season, you know, comes down to the stretch. If they, I mean... I wouldn't say obviously I don't think they're a playoff team, but if they want to have like you know close to a five hundred record, maybe seven and nine, eight and eight. Mm-hmm. These, these are, are the games that games. we have to get. Yep, these are the three games you have to get. All right. And before we move on, I do just want to go over while we were doing this podcast update on the Chargers. Keenan Allen is questionable. He missed the last two practices, so just a fantasy fantasy watch out there. He's, he's questionable for for the game against Chicago next week for the LA Chargers. All right, moving on to week eight, our predictions. You know, our game, the game played yesterday, Redskins versus Vikings. Vikings wasn't a very high-scoring game. I was expecting the Vikings to put up more points. Vikings are 6-2 and two now. I don't know. They got, they got the, the job done. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins is living up to the expectation that everyone wanted mm-hmm. him to. I don't know if that is the highest quarterback ever by the it's, time he signed. I don't think he's living up to expectation, but he's, he played well. Played, he's he's gotten better. People would be like, oh, he's not, he's not a great quarterback. He's, he's been undefeated since everyone's been saying that. Yeah. So yeah. He's getting that job done, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, big games, what do you think? 
I think it's going to be a big game for the Falcons next week. You know, they they have a lot to prove. They, they have a lot to fix. Um, I feel like Matt Ryan's questionable. So Matt Shaw. I am not that starting game. Matt Ryan in fantasy this nope. week. <laughs> I am <laughs> nope. not. Not starting anyone on the Falcons. Mohamed Sanu. I might traded. start Calvin Ridley because he's just one of my mm-hmm. few receivers that I have. And now he's a definitive wide receiver too. Now that Mohamed Sanu is on the Patriots. Yes. Any big games you think? I mean, you look at Eagles Bills. That's I mean, season on the line. I think for Philadelphia, a huge game in Buffalo. Buffalo, it's still. You know they're they're great this season. You know right now at five and one, people have said they have they've had kind of a cupcake schedule other than the Patriots, which they lost. But in their last nine games, the only team they've lost to is the Patriots, and they lost to them twice, mm-hmm. going back to last season. So I mean, Patriots are a rough team. Yes. But. So another big game I think is going to be this uh, next week is Panthers Forty Niners. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Allen very hot streak with the Panthers four zero I believe against the Forty Niners. They didn't. Well, the 49ers had a really interesting game last week in you know, a mudslide. In but, Washington, but... You know, um, I feel like that's going to be a big game if you're a Carolina Panthers fan because uh, Kyle Allen, you know, playing a very good team. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Niners' defense is absolutely incredible. Their average age on that team is 25 years old. So they're young. They've got veteran presence and, Richard you know, Richard Sherman, Sherman. He's a very good leader. Very good leader he's for that team. He's not as much uh, smack talk as he used to in Seattle. Yeah. He's, like, more... I mean, sure. and he's still an unbelievable cornerback, one of the best in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And Kyle Allen's going to have his first real test as a starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, another big game, Harrison, Packers versus Chiefs. Like, what's the injury update with you know, that game? Chiefs have a lot of key players out. Other, other than Patrick Mahomes, which is obviously their X factor for that team, they're losing all the starters. They're losing Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Kendall Fuller, Eric Fisher, and Andrew Wiley. That's an offensive, two offensive linemen, and two and three defensive starters. That that's absolutely huge. All starters. Too. All starters. And if you're going up against Aaron Rodgers, and you know you have your two offensive linemen out, you have three defensive starters. You need as starters. much firepower as you can yeah. if you're going up against Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Patrick Rogers. Mahomes is out. Matt Moore is making his first start since like 2018, I think, when he had that playoff run with the Dolphins when Tannehill got hurt, mm-hmm. got embarrassed, embarrassed by Pittsburgh. Um, and I, I don't know. I mean, Packers' defense is playing great. The only thing I'm worried about is the run. You know, they have a good running committee with LaShawn McCoy, Damian Williams, uh, Dar- uh, Damian Williams and LaShawn McCoy. You know, mm-hmm. good to have running back. Another big game, I think, is the Browns-Patriots. You know, Browns have not lived up to the hype of all the talent they've acquired in the offseason. But I still believe that they're going to put up a fight against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick said uh, uh, he hates to see that Miles Garrett is playing against them because he's an absolute menace. And yeah. He's like pretty much unblockable, and he is a menace. You know, he's mm-hmm. really he's really uh, something you have to be keen on. Exactly. So I feel like he'll he'll he's going to disrupt the, uh, the Patriots' offense a little bit, but. You know, the Patriots, I don't really think And also for the Browns, left tackle Greg Robinson, who's you know been a starter the last two years, will be a backup this week. Mm-hmm. They haven't announced who's starting at left tackle Sunday, but uh, not going to be Greg Robinson, so a new starting offensive lineman for Cleveland. Mm-hmm. All right, so that is pretty much our bold predictions for Week 8. We're going to move on to the NBA now. Harrison, who's impressed you the most for the first couple of games of the season? It, you know, most teams have played one game. One game, but, I mean, through the one, and you watch the preseason too, but I think it just has to be the Clippers. I mean, you watch the Clippers. They got it done games. against the Lakers. They absolutely killed 
the Warriors last they night. They started off also. slow start against the Lakers. You know, the Lakers looked unstoppable the, the first five great. minutes of the game. And LeBron and AD didn't score in the fourth quarter. They did not. Nope. And the and Clippers just dismantled them. Kawhi had a nice streak of like just, seven shots just in a ha- row. It's just how deep they go. I mean, you have like Lou Will coming off the bench, Montrez Harrell, Avita Zubac. That completely changed the game. Starting. I watched the Warriors game last night with the Clippers. And they're already up like yeah. ten, and then and then Lou, Will Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell exactly. subbed it, and then I turn to my brother, I go, "It's over, it's over, it's, it's over." I mean, they go like deep, like deeper than that too. Last year they were built on, you know, they were always the underdog, and but everyone knew that how deep of a team they were last year. Now they had Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, and they are you know, very isn't well even coached back too. yet. They're great, a great head Doc coach. Doc Rivers is very smart man. Great head coach. Um. Yeah, the Mavericks looked looked really good in their first game, and the preseason Luca and Porzingis, Porzingis looks you know like he's coming back from the uh, the you know the tear really well. ACL, ACL tear. He looks better than he was on the Knicks. Harrison. I mean, he he <laughs> shot he shot pretty inefficiently in his first game. I mean, in the preseason, he didn't shoot bad in the first game. I think he went like six for thirteen mm-hmm. in that game. Uh, Luca looked great like usual, uh, but their bench I don't know they have a very shaky bench. You know, DeLon Wright is, like, their sixth man, so I, they've got to work on their bench throughout the year if they want to make... You know, they have Tim Hardaway coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. Courtney Lee, it's not the best bench, and I, I think they need good depth to get the job done. Mm-hmm. So I was watching my Nets, you know, opening night against the Timberwolves, and my goodness, the Timberwolves, they looked great. Um, in the in the stretch of the fourth quarter, about a minute left, and then overtime, Andrew Wiggins just looked absolutely unstoppable. He looked really good. He looked very good. Everyone was bashing him. He's like, oh, he was so... Had such high praise, right? He's supposed to be the next Kobe, mm-hmm. and you know, I feel like this is gonna be his season. He played really well. He He's had a lot to prove. He season. had a spurt where he got ten points in a row in the fourth quarter for the Wolves, and they let he led them to a win. Uh, Andrew Wiggins had about I don't know what were you twenty one eight. That's yeah. really solid. They That's look, a very solid. Towns is right a there. beast. Thirty six points, fourteen rebounds, three yeah. assists. Well, let's let's take into fact that uh. DeAndre Jordan was not playing. DeAndre Jordan was playing. He did? No, he did not. No, he was not playing. Exactly. Or yeah. he did play, actually, 17 minutes. Well, not as much as I would like him to. He was out the entire fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, but the Nets look, also looked very good. Kyrie Irving had a 50-point 50 50 game. Point game. Much, uh, it's like he didn't even try. On, it was looking like he didn't even try on, in Boston. Yeah, he, was, like he just didn't want to be there. I mean, yeah, all of that drama off the court, you know, all the drama inside the locker room, yeah. the egos by that team. He looks like a completely new player on the Nets. He does. He looks much like faster, he, much more efficient. Looks happier yes. on the bench. Very emotional after that game. Big game tonight, Nets Knicks. Yes, very battle in New York, Harrison. You yep. think your Nets are gonna Knicks are gonna take it? Is it in the uh, Garden? It's in MSG. Oh, I mean, and Barclays, Barclays. Yeah, but I aren't think, you guys open the season against the Celtics? Celtics, yeah. Uh, I think tomorrow. I think we have a double. Well, double any game in New York, you know, in Brooklyn or in MSG, it's pretty Knicks much a home game for, for either team. It's I don't know about either team. Uh, usually the Knicks. It's usually I mean, a home game for the. Or the Knicks. The Knicks at Barclays, because yeah. there's so many more Knicks. But I don't know there. how it's going to be tonight. They're giving away free Kyrie jerseys. They are? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I might have to go to that game. The tickets are only under $100 for the first time these two teams play in, like, years. Oh, that's surprising. Interesting game to go to. Well, another team that I would like to talk about is the Houston Rockets, you know. Uh, if anyone saw those Instagram videos of... You know, James Harden and Russell Westbrook dancing before the game and then, and then quickly got into a dispute. But, but I think, you know, they're really good friends. And if it was That's anyone actually going to help them in the long if run. If it was anyone else doing that after, you know, coming together, like two guys who need the ball. Like, I know they were together early in their careers, but now they're completely different players, both of them. So 
I mean, if it was anyone else, like if you know Kawhi and Paul George were playing and they were arguing like that, like that would I would be bad. I would be Kawhi a lot never more says anything. Exactly, I would be a lot more worried than two guys that are like best friends off the court, have played together before, have won together before, not championship, but you know made a championship before. They've experienced with each other, and it's going to be a great season for Houston. I just think they had a rough game mm-hmm. against one of yeah. the best players. James Harden was married shooting, wasn't really shooting yeah. well that game. Russ Westbrook like twelve I think, shot, shot really bad. It was like Russ under had 20%. twelve points going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, but shot like under twenty percent. Yeah, and James Harden Terrible. was shot shoot, shot like two for twelve. Yeah, in the entire game like rough game for the. Rockets. You know, they're going to get they're going to bounce back. Yeah, um, Zion still so, injured. Pelican. One game that surprised me. I thought the Canes were going to be very good. Obviously, it's only one game, you yeah, know. Yeah. But the Suns killed them by 29. Yeah. The Suns. The Suns. Am I getting this correct? The Suns beat them by 29. I mean, it wasn't, like, close at all either. Like, from the start, Darren Fox looked really bad, you know. When, when your starting point guard is only eight points, and he's this is the year that he's predicted, predict, predicted to break out, uh... I think he's going to be an all-star points. this year. I, do, I did, too. And, I mean, rough first game. Buddy Heald, after that new contract, 28. Very solid game by him. Bagley only scored 14. When he if got you're Harrison Barnes, you need to score more than 12 points. I know, especially with all the money they're giving him. 30 giving, minutes, 12 points. I know. They're giving they're giving them a lot of money. I think they're two. screwed in the future. You know, everyone thought the Canes were going to have a really bright future, including myself. But they keep signing these uh, players who really big contracts. You know, not, like, huge, but... It's big enough to the point where they can't sign any players in the free agent market. Yeah. Um, they're a very small market team. Yeah. So no they don't have that agents. much money to work with. Exactly. So if you're spending all this money on I think Harrison they, Barnes. I, I like, like the signing of Buddy Heald, though. And, you know, Buddy Heald, yeah, that was a great signing. They need to lock up Bogdanovich, only, although he only had two points. Uh, but when, when you draft well, and they've drafted pretty well, um, I, think, I think you have to keep those players because, as you said, no, no one's coming to Sacramento. Yeah, in like two years, you got to resign Marvin Bagley. But are you going to let him walk? Are you going to have that money to sign him? He's going to ask for some big time bucks. Um, it was funny. Uh, Charles Barkley said something really funny to the Suns. Um, you know, it was actually made me laugh. I mean, some, some some broadcasters don't really make me laugh, but Charles Barkley. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know why the, the NBA was shocked the Suns won a game. They drug tested him right after the game. <laughs> That was that 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 comedy right there. That is true though. DeAndre Aiden now for about twenty five games. Uh, he tested positive for I don't Dur- duralysis. Duralysis. I think it's called where like you you put you. It's a drug that to cover up something that you took, whether oh. it's like weed or if he smoked something. Yeah, it's to cover something up. I mean, he's he's in his second year. He can't be doing that. I know, and that's he's the, got he's got a bright future. That's the top five longest suspension of all time. Really? Yep. Twenty five games. At least for like a single seat, like the longest is eighty six mm-hmm. in the Mouse in the Palace, with Meta World Peace, mm-hmm. and I mean, for him to go out like that, especially this early in the Sun season when they had that big of a game, like Ricky Rubio signing there, um, I think that's I think that's a pretty big signing, and you know they were looking good. Aiton looked good in the first game, but now if he's out for this long, I think, I think that's you know, you don't want that if you're Phoenix. No, you do not. Because they looked good against Sacramento. Really Devin good. Booker, um, that would definitely, like, if the Suns uh, improve from next year, I don't see why not Devin Booker would, wouldn't would re-sign with them. You know, they, got, they got a lot of building pieces here. Yeah, yeah, um, But they are the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. They're like the New York Jets of the basketball, <laughs> of the basketball world. Um, so, the Bulls.
Bulls. The Bulls got upset by the Hornets. Uh, Hornets are actually holding the four seed right now, and everyone thought the Hornets were going to be a 15 seed. Yet again, only one game, but Hornets looked very good. They were moving the ball really well. 30, and also, yeah, I mean, yeah, that rookie, uh, he, there was a rookie for the P.J. Washington, I think, at 28 yes. for PJ the Hornets. Washington. Yes. That's that's amazing. I was watching that game. game, and the Hornets looked very tight chemistry-wise. They were moving the ball, make, always Bridges making always making good. the extra pass. You know, yeah, Miles Bridges look good. A few mistakes here and there, but Terrell's you know that's here. gonna that's gonna happen throughout yeah. an eighty-two game season. You know, it's not a really big deal, but I was really impressed in how the Hornets played. They were really moving that ball. Uh, very disappointed in the Bulls. Um, you know, I was expecting them to have a break. Glory had here. a good game. Yes, in that game, and then if you want to go to formidable, Derrick Rose said. In the two games the Pistons have played, he scored twenty plus in each, and he's coming off the bench. I think he has MVP to start Rose? over Reggie. I think he has to start over Reggie Jackson. I just don't understand why Reggie Jackson is starting over Derrick Rose with the way he's playing either. so far. Uh, and once they get Blake, get Blake Griffin back, you know? yeah, 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 they don't even have Blake Griffin yet. No, I mean, the one and one they lost last night. Uh, the Hawks thirty eight by Trey Young in the first game. Vince Carter made history season. yesterday. Twenty second NBA season. That's amazing. Trey Young is gonna be great. I think, you think I think he'll be an all star this year. I think they'll make the playoffs. You think Vince Carter will be on an all star team just for a tribute? Yeah, they, they'll do that. They'll do that definitely. I they thought that should have happened last year. Yeah, but he never said he was retiring last year. Neither did Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, but Dirk Nowitzki mentioned he's gonna retire his last home game. Yeah. It's like the, it's like the NBA just knows these things. Yeah, know? I mean they also what's his name? Mark Cuban basically pushed Dirk out, kind of. He, he kind of pressured him because they signed Porzingis and stuff. Yeah, they did a lot. I mean, I mean it was time for Dirk. It to was go. definitely time for Dirk to go. You know he was he he looked like he was uh hurting every time he ran. So, mm-hmm. but Dirk great player. You know, mm-hmm. Hall of Famer for sure. I like I play basketball. I definitely take notes when I watch him play. Dirk is a beast. Yes, great playoff runs. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. for the Nuggets. They're using in the first game of the year. They only used him as like basically a bench player. He only played. He actually didn't. He played all against mm-hmm. Portland. So I I don't know if he, if he's still hurt. I mean, man, I don't think he's hurt. I think they're just getting him into a little flow. I mean, so he played in the preseason and then yeah. he's not playing now. So mm. well, preseason regular season that's always different. Yeah. But I was actually very surprised that the Nuggets actually uh beat the Blazers because. If you play basketball or just know basketball, you know getting your star player in foul trouble early is always a plus for the opposing team. And Jokic had three fouls in the first quarter, and I would assume he didn't go back in for a while. Yeah. Um, Whiteside looks terrible. Whiteside, I don't know. If anyone saw that play where they were It wasn't even that one play. That one play is the one that's going to go viral, but just all throughout the game, just Bad defensively, looks slow. He, he didn't even contest Jokic on any of his nope, shots. Nope, Jokic is like on the perimeter. He doesn't really guard up. And then yeah. if he does, Jokic gets right by him with ease. So if you're Portland, you're hoping for Nurkic to have a fast recovery. You're also hoping to trade for Kevin Love. I think they still should. This is like the th- second or third year in a row since LeBron left Cleveland that the, Kevin Love's been in trade rumors. And always that name at the top is Portland. Yes. So Portland have the pieces to trade him. Give... Give Cleveland Zach Collins, you know, a nice young yeah, piece. just give a bunch of good pieces, maybe like a second-round pick next year or something. Mm-hmm. And just, I, I think they, I mean, no one's coming to Portland in free agency, so. Yes. Why not? Well, well, we'll be back next week. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I'm Anthony Ballardinelli. Harrison Squadron. We'll be back next Friday, most likely. Um, if you want to email us any questions, uh, 
comments or anything, email us at 201sportsweekly at gmail.com. Uh, sorry that Connor Bennett cannot be on the show this week. He took a personal day. What a bum. You know, he has other priorities instead of the podcast. So we'll definitely, we'll definitely be flaming him the next time he gets back on this show. Um, but if you did tune in, thank you for listening. We'll be back next Friday. Peace out.